Listen to this episode, get discounts on your favorite upcoming businesses, and you want merch? Yo, check out themoderncrowd.com. Everybody, this is BW's another episode of the Black Picture Podcast. You down with BPP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> you tickle up. You chuckle up every time. It tickles me. But now this is our first episode. We're video recording. What's up? We got the cameras. Y'all can see our faces. We're here in the Moe's original barbecue. Shout out to them for letting them be in our space. Shout out. You know. Shout out, visit them. They're on 14th Street, okay? That's ATL 14th Street now. Good food. Come get you some good food. Uh, we got our usual suspects with us D and J's, D, Dave, and G, because I want to come by. Y'all make I see, one. yeah, please don't. <laughs> we are two different people. What would you call uh, it? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we confuse like Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> we ain't got no dancing now. What are we going to do? The kid and play? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But what's been going on, y'all? How was y'all week? Shit, I had a, I had a weird week. I had a. Why was it weird? I had a nail in my foot, so I couldn't go to work. Not a nail. I mean, I got it out, but yeah. Then it, when it swelled up, the doctor was like, "Oh, you can go back to work." I was like, "No, nah, I can't." <laughs> Sounds like work was comp to me. Yeah, Sounds like deja vu. Feel <laughs> like we've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back again hey, In a time loop or something Hey, welcome back Welcome back Anyway, <laughs> how was your week? Baby? Seven days, ain't too much change for me right. I lived every day to end at D-A-Y You can bet that Alright Bars, I guess Yeah, sound uh, That's just the truth <laughs> Damn <laughs> Every day to end in a D-A-Y That ain't a day that don't <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> My week was good. Thanks for asking, guys. Oh, yeah. We mean. Come just, on. Yeah. Just explain it. You got to come. Sorry. Niggas be happy. Hey, Mo. Say, hey, Mo. Just like he's... <laughs> just living day to day thinking about it. It's just like work, 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 and work. Like you literally work five days. You off for two. You don't add up? Just two days out of five. Hmm. 48. Who picked that system? 48. I hate who, whoever picked that system. We already know who it was. It was the man. Oh, the man. Yeah. Call BD and have him uh, take care of them. Crazy enough, they were supposed to. Um, they were supposed to keep going down, but I think when they uh, the Second World War happened, they just like fuck it, we not gonna keep cutting days no more. Like we need Five. these people. Yeah. And it's yeah. been stuck like that ever since. Yeah. The man wants the what they know. want. Right. But anyway, this week we're gonna discuss Lovecraft Country. Um, R.I.P. Rest in heaven to Michael K. Williams who passed away last week. Uh, let's give a moment of silence to him, such an incredible actor. All right, well, it wasn't so silent. We had the... Do apologize about that, <laughs> The Mike. background, but it's all good, though. Hope you did have a Chevy at one point in your life. <laughs> Lovecraft Country uh, follows Atticus Freeman as he, his friend Letitia, and his uncle George... Embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. The journey turns into a struggle to survive and overcome both the racist terrors of white America and the terrifying monsters that could be ripped right from a Lovecraft paper book. 
The series was developed by Misha Green and is based on the 2016 dark fantasy horror novel of the same name, written by Mark Matt Ruff, uh, Lovecraft Country stars Jonathan Majors and Journey Smutlip. So, the series was going to be picked up for season two, but it got canceled. Just so, after watching all of it, only thing that we're going to see from it, how did it make you feel overall? Like, did the series bring up any existential questions? Just how did it make you feel, like, overall? G? I, I honestly enjoyed it. Um, more so because of the fact of, like, the... I wouldn't, I guess in some sense it would be like the random black facts that would come up like unexpectedly. Um, and the name dropping that they were doing as well and kind of like different like historical things that mm -hmm. relates to us as a culture and as a people. I don't think a lot of people would pick up on it like at first, um, but I did appreciate it. And I remember um, definitely while it was actually on airing at the time, I remember like Misha Green and uh, some of her co-writers were after the episodes, they were going back and pinpointing. Yeah, like, they like live tweeting facts and things that, about the show. Yeah. That was a cool aspect that they did. So I, I appreciate that a lot because I got to learn more, not only more about the culture, but also kind of like understand a little bit more what they were trying to portray in right. the actual scenes and stuff. But do you think that that took away from the show? Like it, it didn't leave viewers having questions at the end like they were answering the questions week by week versus like waiting until the end to answer all the questions mm -hmm. I mean, nah cause people were confused as fuck <laughs> yeah still <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see any of those tweets <laughs> I just watched the show and talked talked about it yeah you know and I was still confused I would have read their tweets and still been confused ah. so how did the show make you feel Man, eh, feel I ain't had no feelings. I enjoyed it, but you know well, what I'm saying. That's feeling enjoyment, like yeah, it ain't that. entertainment. It didn't make me feel any type of way though. But that's a whole nother story. Like I enjoyed it. Um, upon rewatch, it was still as interesting. Uh, some of, some of the episodes where they just had to push the story along, it was really boring. But it, was, it, it wasn't too bad. to me. To me. No, I get it. I mean, it wasn't, I was going to say, it wasn't too many filler episodes. Nah, nah. Say. Nah. I, I, I don't understand, like, with, uh, with Letty's sister. I can't remember her name. Right? Ruby. Rose Ruby. I get her story and her background, you know, like, um, not necessarily like a black woman wanting to be a white woman, but being safe in your own skin, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily feel like what the fuck that has anything to do with the storyline and the entire time until like they finally connected it at the end. But then it was just like, what the fuck was the point? Of yeah, y'all gonna left that out. Like, what do you mean? Go go into it. So, um, how she was, um, how after being with that white girl boy. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Spoiler alerts, by the way. If you haven't seen the show, we're gonna drop everything. So that was episode where she was taking the potion and it was turning her into a white woman. Mm -hmm. And then come to find out that it was the white guy was actually Christina. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it was, that was, that was a mind fuck at first. Um, but they kind of like, I, I guess in a sense, if you, if you really were paying attention, it was kind of like a foretold. Like yeah, every, foretold. yeah, it was a lot of foreshadowing happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of seen it coming, but I didn't see it coming. It was just like, yeah, I kind of think that 
Will is Christina, but I'm not gonna put it out there yet. <laughs> yeah, you know I, mean? I thought I, they were brother and sister so, for yeah, the longest. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did too. But then I was like, you know, I've never seen them in the same room. Right. That was the thing you had to start paying attention. Like, like once it was revealed that Christina was William, it's like, right. They have never been in the same room at the same time. Mm-hmm. But they have. When? In the beginning, right? No, when he was when she went to the original William. <laughs> Oh, before she killed. Way. Before she killed. Well, they, you know, he kept him in a vegetated state. Yeah, in <laughs> one of them places. Yeah, that's never right. seen that's her right. alive. Right. Yeah. But they were in yeah. the same room. He was yeah, like yeah. halfway dead. Technicality, <laughs> man. Technicalities. I ain't never. Okay, you were saying that my life. Ruby being a white woman, that that didn't pay off in the end, or the purpose of having the birthrights transform her didn't tie up at the end. It didn't. That the latter, the latter didn't tie up to me at the end. Like I get it because it, it based upon what they the different like um, arguments or the different like uh, discussions that they wanted to touch upon. I see that is a big issue or a big like concern or so. But I wish they would have did a better job. Like I mean, I get that. Um, and speaking of that, that was like my least favorite episode. It was go into y'all's favorite and least favorite. That was my least favorite episode. It's because <laughs> she didn't use her, like, when she was transforming, she didn't use her whiteness for good. Nah, she just kind of lived but the life. But she did. She saved that girl from the department, though. After she kind of, like, shitted on her. She still didn't take it at a level. Yeah. All she did was just rape the manager with a, a, a heel. Like, yeah. okay, can you be now be the manager and hire more black people? Yeah. Yeah, she, could, she could, but she quit she before. Right, so she really didn't use her weapons for good. She just like, okay, I'm just gonna fuck this dude. They, <laughs> oh, my they had it in season two for her to do that, but <laughs> how yeah. do you know? Yeah, <laughs> I got a friend. I got a friend. Did you read the Bible? Because they leaked the Bible, like part of the Bible as to like what season two uh, was gonna like touch upon. Is that how you know? No, nah, I just okay. I just pulled that out the uh, erythium blue oh. ether. Uh, it, definitely a lot of foreshadowing. It's, it was a lot of uh, I think it's I think it would be considered irony, like in episode one um, with the dream sequence opening up, where he was uh, he had Jackie Robinson in his dream, and then uh, the girl I don't want to say her name because I'm gonna say it wrong. Come on, Gia. Yeah, Gia, yeah. Huh? yeah, 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 Gia. They could have spelled that so so differently, but anyway. Um, and then even in that first episode, Uncle George said to to uh, Tick that one thing for sure is that Woody will outlive us all, and definitely outlive yeah. both of them. You know what I'm saying? Last one of the last scenes in the last episode. Woody was still there. Yeah, but I, I have to say, like, I, I think that was one of the things with this. I don't think. Um, if there would have been a season two, I don't think Atticus would have actually been dead because, for one, he was definitely the main character. Right, he was the main character, so he really can't die. die. Yeah, that don't make sense. It don't make sense to kill off the main character. It's weird. Because but, it's just like, what is? what are you going to do after that? Because his bloodline was the whole reason why everyone is on this trip in the first place. Right. Uh-huh. Not the father, because that's not his father. So... The two people so who is his yeah. father? The, the Uncle, Uncle George. Yeah, Uncle so that means D is the active bloodline. Uh, no, because his mom no, no, is the one yeah. who carried it. Carried he the and Atticus don't have the same mom. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's so it's over with. Yeah, that no, was well, the mean, kid. It is all over with. It's right? the kid. <laughs> oh, his son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they foreshadowed his with, son. Yeah, the son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Letty was actually pregnant too. Yeah, that's yeah. right. What, what, which was your least favorite episode? One that you just didn't care the most for? Like it could have just been left out, or they should have done a different. Um, I would have to say the one with Ruby. Yeah, uh, that, that probably was my least favorite too because it was just like. What was the point? <laughs> <laughs> what was the point of this? Like, what did I, what I, I didn't really get anything from this or whatnot besides just a conversational piece. Uh, like, yeah, I get it. There are some women who would rather be this way versus that way. There are some women who just want to live in their own skin and just be free. So I get that. Um, but at the same time, like, what would the fuck? Yeah, because it also made Ruby seem like a weak woman because when we were first introduced to her she was strong she was self-confident she, she liked being black she appeared that way you know but macho but then it's like oh so you just so comfortable not being a white lady like what yeah <laughs> I, I took down in my nose that all the the sub characters were, were they were weak when they were weak like Montrose was real weak yeah when he had that that situation just in not, general yeah. like so I you was, said well okay before we get deeper into uh-huh. character development, which was your least favorite episode? The G-High episode. They definitely could have left that out and just... Really? Yeah, they no. could have broke that up. It was cool to see her do that thing, but like I ain't need to hear all that with her mom and all that. that, that, that I'm not going to lie. That was kind of interesting to me just because I like the story of the Nine-Tail Fox. Yeah. So that... that you knew about a Nine-Tail Fox before that? Mm-hmm. I knew about for Pokemon, but that's it. I, I knew um, <laughs> I knew it from like reading like um, old like haikus, Chinese haikus and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or like um, shit Naruto. Yeah, you know what it's mean? like an old Asian folklore. Yeah, like the whole the, the fox. Don't know like too much about it. Ironically, that was like my favorite episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Meet Me in Daegu, or how you pronounce yeah. that town. Yeah. That was like my favorite episode. It was like beautifully shot and it was like the only episode well like all the episodes were very different they were standalone episodes you can, you can watch and kind of keep up with what's happening but it was one that was completely different from the west rest because it was in it's a different language yeah and i like mm-hmm. films that are like in different languages like i like reading subtitles it just adds yeah on i had the subtitles on the whole time like yeah, I did it, it adds on to the experience of what we're watching yeah it, it does i will i will say that um I would say that case. My my favorite had to be the one uh, Topsy and Bobsy. Topsy Bobsy. Yeah. Just because. Just because at first, um, originally it was just about like um, you know the whole in the till situation and stuff like uh-huh. that. So that I feel like if you were to watch it like and you know about the in the till situation, it would kind of hit you at some like make you feel a little something like damn I can't believe that. Um, but them two little girls like running after her and stuff like that. That shit was kind of freaky. And the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's just like, and then for for me personally, it's just like scary, scary music from like a Freddie versus Jason. That doesn't that doesn't frighten me. Yeah. If anything, it just makes me alert. That music frightens me because it reminds me of like clan, like um, angry mob, yeah. people coming out. That's, that's what that was. That's post traumatic stress. Yeah, stress yeah. So that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's some shit that makes me let my heart go. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> ah, shit. Hurry up. Now I'm in a closet like Anne Frank because I don't want to. Oh, no. I got to make oh, yeah. sure everything is in that closet like Ruby. Hey. Or maybe in the closet <laughs> like Montreux. Nah. Oh, that's nah, a different okay. closet. <laughs> <laughs> in a different closet. Which yeah. they foreshadowed in the beginning, too. 
You see, you remember? They, they did, cause uh, it, Uncle George was like, you used to go down there with yeah, that colorful welcome sign. Yeah, and he said he never did it after the pops caught him yeah. down there. You just gonna beat them for a welcome sign? Come on, yeah, man. It, it makes sense at the time. <laughs> I like sense. theories that foreshadow because then, like, it helps you remember. Like, oh yeah, they did actually say that yeah. like, beforehand, and it and them saying it. And if you're like a, if you're an active watcher, it would catch your eye or ear, and and be like, I, so I didn't keep my ears to the streets as to what may happen. Because right. uh, like watching it the first time, of course, it's like kind of passive. But then when I watch it again. In the beginning, the conversation that Atticus has with um, the lady as they, like, they bust broke down, they walk into the next town, him yeah. and the older lady. He literally, like, everything he was saying was gonna, like, happen. Yeah, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote that, I wrote that down, that quote, he said, um, he said, stories are like people, loving them doesn't make them perfect, you just try and cherish them and overlook their flaws. Right. Mm. I was like, that's a thesis for the whole show. Yeah. Uh, stories of these flawed ass characters yeah. are they hard all, to overlook, they, but they, they can't be cherished if you do just that. They all had issues. Like, cause even with the relationship with Montrose and Atticus, like it was a very complicated relationship, but they still had love for each other in mm -hmm. the end of the day. Yeah. Like even after he found out that his dad was gay, even after he found out his father was not his father, like he, he still, still loved him, him still watched out for him. Like even after mm -hmm. he beat his ass, I would have, yeah. I would have murdered him. You said you would have murdered. I would have murdered him. You, yeah. you would have killed him. Yep. I don't think I would. Wait been. for what? For finding out he was gay, or that he was no. your daddy? Hell no. For, <laughs> for when he killed the the other girl. Oh, oh the the girl that was supposed to be the uh, well, yeah the key or something like that. Did one. You, yeah. Uh, did you state your favorite episode? My favorite episode, probably the first episode, just because it was so um, it was so new and exciting. And it definitely set the bar for the rest of the season. Mm, yeah. Uh, it definitely kept me interested. You know, you watch some first episodes and it's like, I don't eh, watch yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about some shows like that too. So it's just, yeah, that was, that, that had to be my favorite because it was just really interesting bringing in new, um, new music or music that wasn't of that time. I was like, okay, it's going to be kind of like that. So that attracted you? Like for me, yeah. we can talk about the music. For me, that took me out of it. Yeah. Because I'm a big music person and I'm a big TV person. For me, there are songs of that era that could help communicate what's going on. Because music is another character and it's definitely supposed to help push the storyline along. I agree. And I just feel like you playing me some Cardi B in the 1950s, like what? Like they don't go together. What, what? But I'm sure it was some what? Janis Joplin or whomever of that time that was. What could match that? That <laughs> that kind of like tenacity. Yeah. What you what you gonna have? Diana Ross shooting. Shoot. Well, I don't think Diana Ross was in the 50s, but. <laughs> She was a supreme in the fifties, wasn't it? That it was before color. Sixties. I don't know. Nonetheless, before again, my time. music is not new. Lyrics to what we're talking about these time of day is not new. They were talking about the same stuff beforehand. Just maybe more cleaner, like less filthy. Yeah, but that <laughs> they were still talking but that about was it. that whole transformation was just like filthy. It wasn't anything clean about that. Like that whole the transformation, what she did, and she and she had Cardi B songs twice. Yeah, Cardi B for, twice. Well, for, I don't know if it was Cardi root. B twice. It was some other female yeah. rapper. Nah, it was Cardi B twice. I noted that. I noted I'm, that. I mean, I, I don't really see a like, um, technical issue with, with it personally. The only reason why I say that is because it's like, 
you may lose uh, fan interest based upon like playing music from back then. So it's just like if you if I'm watching something that's based within the, uh, earlier time or whatnot, and I, I'm not really a big history fanatic or something like that, I may just lose interest based upon the content in itself. Mm -hmm. But if you play something that, like a song that I know and I'm familiar with. And it's like a dope scene that go along with it. Okay, yeah, damn, you, you got me hooked. So I think that was just more of a, of a play. Preference. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the composed music, the yeah. actual composition. Yes. And that shit was That they, you know, somebody scored. Yeah. And quick note, Raphael Sadiq was actually um, one of the music supervisors and scores of the show. He also did Insecure, so I think he may have like a yeah. contract with HBO, but... He's getting into composing. Genius. Scoring. I will. Um, I will say one of the things that had me hooked from the first episode was um, besides like the historical point was just seeing a scary situation and finally seeing the difference between a white woman running in the woods and a black woman running. In the woods. <laughs> what <laughs> you mean? She ain't, she ain't fall. She ain't look back. She had her head up high. I swear to God, you thought she was out there with them Jamaicans and shower and shower curtains. <laughs> she was hauling ass the entire time. Gone. And the whole time I was sitting there just like, you better run, girl. Run. Like any other time I'd be like, damn, don't look back. Damn. she gonna fall. How yeah. long? How long before she fall? Yeah. Hell <laughs> no. George fell, but he his falling was like a good fall because like, it actually saved him yeah. in that scene. So it, was, it, it worked out, but man, goddamn, she hauled ass. I, I was proud. <laughs> I was proud that day. I was like, what? Hey, I gotta watch this just because I know she gonna run. They gonna do all the things you wanted them to do. It was fucking Lewis. Yeah, right. gonna do all the things you wanted them to do in a scary situation. That's that's true also. So going back to character development, um, do you think, because you were talking about the supporting actors just didn't play a good supporting role. No, 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 they did they did that. They were just weak, like weak. weak yeah, as as characters in just weak people. Do you think the, that was weak characters like weak people. They weak they okay, acted, characters. Yeah, yeah, they were. What do you feel that? like they were weak though? I mean hey, just just like their their flaws were they were hyperlized, you know what I'm saying, in, in a sense. Or they were like overtly flawed. Like, come on. You wouldn't you I, well, I wouldn't continue to hang around somebody that just keeps doing the like same. Up. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, I'm done. You alcoholic. Fuck you. I mean, uh, I, I could But that's how that. I am in real life. Yeah, like, but I can so only see that with Montrose, though. Like, uh, Montrose and Ruby. Well, like, those are the only two, but when it comes to um, Hippolyta uh, and um, D, I don't, I don't really necessarily... Like, they had their own character flaws, too, but it, yeah. like, Hippolyta, uh, she had a whole entire episode dedicated to her overcoming her flaws and um, right. her boundaries and stuff. And D also kind of started to shine through towards the end, too, with her comics. Not only just her comics, but uh, after Hippolyta came back and they gave her that uh, Iron Man arm and she mm -hmm. learned how to actually control the beast. So it's just like... I, yeah, yeah. They, it's like they they brought... They kicked out some people that they I guess they were eventually going to write off or get rid of, but ended up bringing in these other two characters. Making, making them... Well, it kind of goes into the... the some of the themes of the show because a big thing was fear like addressing your fear and overcoming True. it so with Montrose one of his biggest fears was his homosexuality mm -hmm. like he mm -hmm. couldn't be who he was even when he was younger 
you know, he grew up still in the closet. And so with him, it was just really addressing about who you are and accepting that. And who you're not. Not like don't pretend to be, you know. Yeah, that boy I think daddy. he, um, I don't think his character was weak because it was because Michael K was a great actor. That's number mm-hmm. one. And as, when I can't remember the episode number, but when um, Leticia and Tick went was going to his apartment, I guess to like ask about his family and his lover was there. I don't, I can't remember the guy's yeah. name. Sammy. Sammy, right? And he was complaining about the grids, the coffee, like everything. <laughs> and I and. As the, I can like relate to that. Well, I can relate to that. Guys do that. Like when they feel like they're getting too close, they'll start complaining and pushing people away. And so that was like a real moment. And then boom, boom, boom. His son find out he gay. Like Tick already had suspicions, but then it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel. That. And he got angry. He said, "Boy, I'm sticking on that." Well, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's just an apparent thing to do. Like, no, who are you talking to? <laughs> Yeah, like sound good till you become an adult. Yeah, and I, ain't, I ain't hearing that shit no more. Yeah, like parent, I think that's <laughs> just the parent thing to do. Like when you know you in the wrong, somebody got you good. Like that's your only response. Damn, I'm still your parent, so respect my authority. But it's just like you fucking up. But is that healthy though? Because like another thing that was touched upon was like generational trauma. trauma yeah, mm-hmm. being passed down and stuff like that um, because of. Uh, Montan's daddy beating him and then him beating Tick and stuff like that. So it was uh, And it George was that, ain't doing nothing. Yeah, because uh, shit, I, I don't know nothing about that. That was crazy. You don't know about what? About George not doing nothing, none of that. I mean, he was there to be helpful in a sense. Like, he was, but what can like, he do? He in a whole different house. Like, because when Tick's daddy was that, like, you didn't protect me, him. but it was like, I'm literally like down the street around the corner. How am I supposed to know at the exact moment you getting your butt whooped? Nah, I feel it, but I, I think they always knew that Tick wasn't Montos' son. Like, do you think everybody knew that, though? No, it was because remember it was Montrose, George, and um, Tick's mom that all, all three of them. Yeah, all of them. They close. knew. But uh, I don't think anybody else outside of that really fucked with you. Like, fuck with the family like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how black people are when it comes to, like, family secrets? Don't nobody that what else he said. That's what George said. That's family business, not yeah. ours. Right, right, right. But when it was your family business, then yeah. you know, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I, I, I would go back just to say honorable mention for my least favorite episode uh-huh. is episode two because they made us fall in love with Uncle George. Yeah, and that was You didn't like Uncle George? No, no they made us no. fall in love with him. And then they killed him. And then they yeah, killed him. Yeah, I was, was very disappointed up. about that because yeah. it's like Uncle George was like, he seemed the most knowledgeable. So it was like, a, as far as like a good plan and course of action or whatnot, like I would have looked to him. Versus Montos, but I guess that's why they threw Montos in it because it was just like for every plan, like if, if it would have went with George, if they would have went with George, like the plans nine times out of ten would have had like a little hiccup, but it would still would have went. Yeah, it would have right. Yeah, Montos, you're gonna have all this turmoil. Because but gonna it was it. because the thing about it was Montrose didn't want Atticus to, to do any of that stuff. right to pursue it, whereas Uncle George, like yeah, I help you. But I think I think that that's because Montrose knew more about it than George did at the time. So I, I feel like if Montrose, if George ended up knowing what Montrose knew, because Montrose, when they found Montrose, he was like, "What the hell are you doing here? Right. They'll kill you!" Like, yeah. you know, like I he already, you. exactly. He was already like basically saying like, "Hey, they want you. You can't be here. 
George was like, nah, fuck that. We, you know, hey, we, we got a right to be here. You're right. Fuck is you talking about? Birthright. Yeah. So it, now that kind of brings up the ignorance of like knowing, knowing when you should be somewhere and when you shouldn't be somewhere just based upon the feeling of oh, I belong, just because I belong here. Like, granted, so you saying just because it's your birthright, you still shouldn't go for it? Not necessarily saying that, but it's just like. Just because you can go into, just because you could go to LA into like, uh, let's say, an In and Out Burger or something like that, you know, and you can wear red or whatnot, doesn't mean you necessarily should if it's not <laughs> safe, based upon safety reasons. Like, <laughs> there's a difference between going in because of pride and going in because, hey, there's a safety risk at hand or whatnot. So it's just like, I think Montrose was kind of looking at it more as a safety risk. And, they were kind of looking at it in the beginning like oh, we have every right to be here just like anybody else right well i mean it makes for an adventure and you got to have opposition and conflict oh, like you said if uncle george was the one kind of leading if they hadn't kicked him off and it was like him going on a journey then it would have just been journey 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 and it would have been no conflict nah, it would have been, been, been conflict it would have been conflict but it wasn't would have been have much because going back to when uh montrose killed yahima <laughs> It was like, had Uncle George been there, your human would have been alive. They would have yeah. had an easier time Burn, burning the pages, the pages yeah. things of that nature. And it, it also poses the question, like, when I watch it, I, and I watched the next episode, which answered my question when I finished the episode, like, why did Montrose kill Yahima? Like, oh, he killed her because she was going to translate the pages. But do you think it was also another reason why he killed her? I, well, again, I think he already knew that... Um, the bloodline of Atticus. So I think he already knew, like, okay, like, they want my son for this reason because he was already there. <laughs> you know, Who was he? he? Montrose. Montrose is already on the grounds of, uh, in the... Artem? Yeah. Wait, what? Like, Artem. Artem. Oh, he was already in Artem. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, for you to go already be in, in a location that we knew nothing about, but just somehow randomly found out about it based upon somebody else, you have to have known more about this situation than I did, so what the fuck do you know? And if you're constantly just, and the whole entire time, his, his whole point was to be like, to give warning. Don't come here, don't do this. Don't, you know, talk to these people. Don't participate in this magic. <laughs> just be a regular nigga, go about your life and just, just live. Just but, live. I don't know, I also feel like he killed her because it was going to bring up a, another, like, it was gonna eat into his fear because when they found a human, she actually like came to a human form because she was all skeleton. Mm -hmm. She was both man and woman. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can't pronounce that. It's alright. <laughs> like to use the word when I can. <laughs> she was both man and woman. So it was like, did he see her as like a potential threat, threat, or a person who's gonna help? Uncover his sexuality and he wasn't ready for that nah. I don't, I don't <laughs> gonna be that, in there. <laughs> I don't think that had anything to play with it at all. I don't think like he was thinking about the sexuality at all when it came to that. I think it was just was, because he was just like, I don't want I don't want you to uncover like this because it's gonna kill my son. I, I really feel like his whole I don't think he ever worried about his sexuality until it actually until it was like brought up or until like Sammy came and I think his name, Sammy, right? Yep. Until Sammy came around. Besides that, I think it was more so always about Let's not go on this journey. Let's not do this. Because even when he was burning the pages um, to the book, I remember him saying, based upon his traumatic experience in the past, he was saying, mm, smells like Tulsa. So it was, um, 
I think every time like he was doing something, he thought he was doing something to better his Atticus's life, so he won't go down that path. But he still found a way. Yeah. He still yeah. found a way. Nah, already <laughs> in the twine. It was, was the time. What do you think that Atticus had to learn at the end of his journey? That he was going to die. At least once. What did he have to learn at the what, what? What was it that he was supposed to learn at the end of his journey? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Honestly, I don't think he learned anything. Yeah. Right. What was he supposed to learn is my what I'm asking. Because again, the story kind of well. Let me ask you this one. So do you think that within the ten episodes, it wrapped up all the kids? Like you know, it was kind of a, a good closing point, and then we understood oh. everything. No. <laughs> nah. I th- but I think they did that because they were expecting. Yeah. Like I think they already went in expecting. I mean, some some of the loose ends that they tied up. Within the ten episodes, I was still I was still confused. What you were confused about? Braithwaite, Titus, uh, uh, oh, Epstein, uh, all these white folk. I don't know <laughs> none of them. They all the same to me. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, they was all they was really nothing different. The they was all part yeah. of the lodge, and yeah. they was all evil. Like, you had the lodge, <laughs> then the police, and the police trying to get to it, but they don't want the police involved. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I mean, I'm confused. That and that aspect kind of reminded me of like masonry, Freemasons. Well, yeah, that's that's it. Prince Freemasons. Prince Mexicans, free Mexicans. Yeah, free off, you know, free all my homes. (laughs) Free essays. My partner Eduardo. Freemasons. Okay, yeah, secret societies, all in general. Yeah, so um, because they were basically part of the uh, the Society of Adam, Um, that's what they were called, and. Uh, George, uh, Uncle George is part of that as well uh, in the beginning. No, he wasn't, I swear. He, Uncle George, well, in his speech, because we were talking about how just because we're supposed to be here don't mean that we necessarily should make yeah, it okay. like a theme. Yeah. It, it reminded me of the scene when George found out that Atticus had that bloodline and they was all about to sit down for dinner. Like they were at the lodge and they were all about to sit down for dinner and Uncle George get up and was like, my nephew is the rightful heir to the throne or whatever he was saying. It was like, do we really need this at this moment? And then he was like, okay, everybody get up. But he and was saying that speech out. that he was a Freemason and that the black people, when Freemasons started long, long way when, wanted to be a part of the white people Masons, but because yeah. they black, they couldn't say they went off and joined their own thing, which yeah. is how a lot of things occurred in right. right. That's exactly who you reference. Yeah. 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 But, um... Uh, and what was the point of that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as far as, like, them, I think that's where that uh, kind of came about, as far as, like, them... Because even with masonry in itself nowadays, like, they, there could be, like, certain things that one mason can do, and because another mason technically is under the law or something, oh, okay. they can kind of find a way around it. You know, just don't say too much now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you know, choose a character. You know, mess around, the whole lights go out. You know, right. Like hey. Like, you just disappear. But, um, yeah. I mean, next thing you know, and I'm, I'm not going to search for you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go on a journey. Don't worry. You already gone. I got man. you. You already gone, man. He ain't gonna fuck up none of these plans. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that. Um, I think it's more so just a secret of society of why all those white people kind of just played a part because it was, they were already there by themselves. So now it's like. What the hell are these random black people trying to get into our society? Right. Because yeah. what happened, so to break it all down, so Titus um, was 
a, a family member of the birth birthright, and he was mm-hmm. trying to become immortal. Basically, everybody that they was referencing that was dead was trying to die because they were trying to be immortal and casting spells that ultimately killed them. Yeah. Um, and then Christina changed herself to William because they weren't laying women in um, in today's society. So she's like, okay, well, I'm going to be smart and Just do learn what I know, you know, doing it this way. Um, and with Christina's character, I'm sorry, I got to talk. They, her was character was very complex, and I liked her character because at moments you felt like as a woman you felt for her, but then it was like, oh okay, you still a white woman at the end of the day because you still had selfish intent. Like, nonetheless, because um, <laughs> she got with Ruby. Like her whole point was being with Ruby mm-hmm. is to get to Atticus yeah. and their bloodline, like mm-hmm. to get to them. So she used Ruby mm-hmm. to get what she needed at the end exactly. was to become immortal. Exactly. So, so I, it was just like I, I don't feel nothing for her. Nothing at all. I don't. I don't <laughs> honestly, I, I don't. I don't feel nothing for no white women. Like they just every time I see them in TV shows, it always they always do something where it's just be like, why would you do that? Now you fucking yourself. Because they can. Exactly. Because they can for no reason. They're doing shit for no reason. So it's just like seeing her do that. Then again, like you said, just just because she can. But even that episode with uh, Emmett Till, I remember her and Ruby had the conversation, and she's like, you possibly could not know how it feels to be black and have to witness that. So she took it upon herself. Yeah, too. And I think at that, because I didn't realize until the I don't feel... And like, at what point did she actually kill Ruby? Well, halfway kill her, because she can't be like dead, dead. Well, she's dead, essentially, because, you know, they metamorphosized into this yeah. person. So at what point did she kill Ruby? No, I feel you, but at the... But <laughs> I'm just still like, like, that really like bothered me to see like this white woman wanted to imitate and see how it felt of how this man, this little boy had died. And it's just like, that's not, that's not touching. That doesn't make me feel better about this situation. Well, I don't feel like you're relating to me in any way just because you did it or whatnot. If anything, I wish that you didn't have the possibility to come back and they would have just left your ass. Now you could really- <laughs> Now you mocking us. Yeah, now you really feel like, I feel like you really just kind of like taking it upon yourself to laugh in our face about the situation. like. You don't see people going out trying to imitate John F. Kennedy's death just to be like, damn, I wonder how I felt. <laughs> wonder what it means to be like, uh, what was what was uh, his wife's name? Damn. Cat. Jackie. Cat. Jackie, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say Catherine. Right. Uh, who knows? Nah, no, you right. Jackie. <laughs> yeah, so I don't just, know. I, I just, I don't know. That, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Well, actually, so watching, so with... Lovecraft Country, it taught, touched on racism, generational trauma, like a lot of hard stuff to digest, mm-hmm. so to speak. Do you think, like, mixing sci-fi, horror, like, mystery into such a hard topic, does it make it easier for audience to digest or does it make it harder? I'll go. You I'll, said what? I'll go. Go ahead. It, it was harder for me. Watchmen made it a whole lot easier. It went a whole whole lot of whole lot of sub stories that you can that I couldn't keep up with uh, and it was more of what what I what I grew up seeing uh, versus what 50s and 60s yeah so it's a similar concept um, and then on top of that they're, they're both based on series that or Books. Watchmen was comic, comic books, and Lovecraft was short stories. It was a book based on short stories. Like the book was based on another book. Yeah. 
but it but still developing those into um, stories to be told by through black lenses. Uh, I think Watchmen did it better. I can still get it, but somebody like my mom would she would appreciate more Lovecraft Country than she would Watchmen. So you saying it just depends on the the viewer, the viewer if it makes it harder or easier. I was getting lost in all the cell stories and all the white folks. <laughs> I, I can I can definitely see that. It, the way they went about telling the stories could kind of confuse you because they, I feel like they were trying to tie too much in sometimes. Like they want to tell you this story. They want to tell you the story of the sci-fi thriller and, or whatnot, but also give you this historical background, but also kind of explain to you like a different side of the historical background or deep dive into like this discussion, this, uh, this table discussion or whatnot. So it's like you have three, each time you're trying to do three different things, like that shit could get messy. Yeah, I could feel that because I feel like they did too much on the historical content. Like for like the whole Emmett Till, like they referenced Emmett Till like across three episodes. They did. They did. Like, do we really need it that much? But it, it, to an extent, it was because I remember they had it with um, with the ghost, the ghost episode um, when he actually passed, and I think it was one after that. Well, I know. Okay, so he was in the episode where they had the party at the house yeah. and then uh, I think it's another episode they asked when he was going to come back mm-hmm. and then it was his funeral yeah and it was like but I, we got it but I think that that was also because of the fact that they were if I'm not mistaken they were based in Chicago which was like yeah. prominent with, around that time it was like right after the great migration that was like a very like cultural place for black people to be so I and um, it was rumored that Emmett Till was definitely like there Often. Well, we got it, like, because when he was at the party, and when they asked about it, it was like, okay, and when they asked about it, it could have been like, and I think that was the setup for it. They could have, and then yeah. the funeral, that could have just been like, yeah, I don't know, it was just too much. Because remember, in the uh, in the ghost episode when they were playing with the the, Ouija, the Ouija board, he asked, "Am I gonna have fun on my trip?" Yeah, and then that's when it was like, it was like no. no, yeah, oh yeah, and that, you know, the foreshadow. So yeah. I figured that they was gonna probably touch upon it. I didn't think they were gonna do that much. Did, yeah. But, yeah. Definitely interesting. And then I was so just something that was just like, what the fuck? Was when they went to Boston and she they were in the, the tunnels and she yeah. was like, I'm pretty sure that's my dead neighbor. Uh-huh. How the fuck did did they get from Chicago to Boston? I looked it up. Yeah. Right. It's a two-day drive. It's a one-day drive without it's the interstate. Magic. Because the elevator, because you remember when they were going through. Well, why they ain't take that? <laughs> <laughs> why point take what? The, the same way that the body floated up there. Why they had to do all that? And they ain't know, man. They didn't know about it. It was the whole point of the adventure. <laughs> she done did a whole seance in the basement. It's like you go. That's like you go somewhere and then you find out it's a shortcut. It's right. easy way to it, get there. Never do. Yeah. It's magic. You kick well, yourself magic. afterwards. Also going back to Uncle George episode. Go back to Uncle George episode. Do you think it's possible? Because it, it posed the question how he was in love with Montrose's Dora. wife Dora. and uh, Dora and Hippolyta. Is it possible to be in love with two people? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, from what's been told. From what's been told, but do you think that it's possible? Yep. To be in love. I mean, yeah, you can love two people. I said be in love. Loving and being in love are two different things. Yeah, if you spend if you spend amount of this amount of time with this person as well as this amount of time with this person, I'm pretty sure it's bound to happen. 
if I give look, look at um not Montrose um well maybe even him look, but nah, even Atticus uh, see, look, yeah, yeah Atticus because he had the Asian woman and he also had Letty but when the Asian woman came like before him and Letty got together he still had major feelings for the Asian woman. then as him and uh, Letty started getting closer he still loved the Asian woman and still was in love with her. but he chose Letty over him. But then, so then, if you choose one of the o- o- one over the other, then you're not as in love as no, the one you've been actually. You gotta make it. You gotta make it. You gotta make it decision. Yeah, sometimes you gotta just weigh out some pros and cons. Like, because the women don't want to be in the throne. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think the Asian one was kind of okay with it. <laughs> yeah, but it, that'd be the problem. One of them don't be with it. Yeah, so you gotta so be like, all right, I'm gonna be like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't think. Um, I think really what it was is because of the fact that it was um, of. What she was, uh, what Gia was, is kind of what made him be like, yeah, I can't, I can't be with you for that. So then he fell out of love with her then? No, I don't think he fell out of love. He still loved her. I just, because remember when they actually had dinner together and stuff like that, they oh, talked Oh, yeah, it. yeah. But um, it was just, that was a frightening and freaky thing. Like, what can he do? Yeah. Who knows? What you think? I don't think so. Yeah, I'll of course. Figure that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seen that coming. <laughs> no, because if you are spending time with this other person and can make yourself available, then we'll, we'll revisit you, this question when you have kids. Being loving your again, loving your children You're and being in be love in with love your husband. Your no, because you can't have sex with your kids. It's nasty. That, so sex equals love? No, I didn't say it equals but love, but it helps enlighten love. Like, it takes it to the next level. It like we got to end it on but, love. <laughs> it takes it to the next but, level. But, but, but why do you and say speaking it of love. Why do you say it can't be... What? Why do you say you can't love this person and that person at the same time? I don't think you can be in love with two people at the same time because then you're not giving your all to one or the other. But that don't have nothing to do with being in love. Yes, that does. Uh-uh. Yes, it does. That's, that's your definition. Okay, so we each oh. all have our all opinions. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Why you can't? You're supposed, to put your best, you. you're supposed to put your best foot forward and give your all and everything you do, right? Again, Why? if you're giving part of yourself <laughs> to this other person, that means you're not giving a, that part to me. So, so then you're you're not giving me your all. That's an assumption. No, it's not an assumption. It is an assumption. Because how do you know? Okay, okay. If, okay. if you're not with if you're not with <laughs> me to yeah, if you're not with me to see that I'm what I'm doing with the other person. How are you going to assume that I'm treating this other person better than I'm treating you? Because she feel like that. Again. Again. I, I personally think. You guys think it's possible? I don't think it's possible. Okay. So giving your over your rating for the series overall, I give it a 4.5. What do you give it, Dave? Yeah. I agree. I give it a 4.5. Yeah. That, I was really torn between the 4 and the 5. and. <laughs> The, the four just wouldn't justify it. Yeah. I give it a five, more so just for the historical content. It touched upon for the a, what? For the historical content, because it touched upon a lot of things that even today, like younger, older people that I know don't know about, like just the green book in itself. A lot of people don't know about that. So. I thought that was a cool concept. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. So I enjoyed that aspect. It's like teaching the youth something new, but bringing it into a way that they can understand. Gotcha. Well, something old, but. Giving it to me. 
So the BPP gives Lovecraft Country overall rating of 4.75 <laughs> out of five stars. So we highly recommend that you watch it. Yeah. All right. So that concludes our review of Lovecraft Country. If you guys have any other shows or series that we should review, drop them in the comments. Uh, Dave and G, let the know, let the people know where they can find you. In the streets of the ATL. <laughs> you can find me in the streets. <laughs> yeah, I'll be around. I'll be everywhere that you, everywhere the hoes be. And everywhere that you don't be. Okay. <laughs> so in my shed, in the back, that's where I keep my hoes. Hey, shit. They out there. Oh. <laughs> well, you can find me on Instagram at underscore Lakey. <laughs> Lakey underscore one six. <laughs> Thank you, guys, and we out. All right.